Readers to cover my ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki, and I'm Kay. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. And we find ourselves once more amid the towering stacks of your library, where I've made a little corral out of your bookshelves. I thought you were going to let them go. I had a, I had a little idea. Yeah, I thought that maybe we could make a little money on the side. Oh, because okay, so we've uh, I've been I've been uh, uh, studying and then domesticating and yeah. then being kind of horrified by these hebdromedaries. These yeah, they're a bit weird, aren't they? Head- Legless, sort of lumpy creatures with seven yeah. seven humps. That, uh, we, we do not like them, but they they are kind of captivating. Yeah. And well, so I wonder. They, yes, no, for, no. I mean, they're not obviously going to benefit from just roaming around in the in the wild where they're, no. uh, they're kind of scary, and I don't I, want to meet one by accident. No, I could ask the raccoons to take care of them. Are you sure about that? Because there might be a price. Well, well that's possible. Yeah. yeah, but how are you going to make some money, Dude Ranch? Dude Ranch, great. You get it? That sounds amazing. Yes. So I don't like. I don't actually know what a Dude Ranch is, mm-hmm. other than like city slickers. They. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Yeah. So I think we should market it to actual dudes. So like well, skater dudes pre- and oh. surfer dudes. Oh, I'm down with that. Yeah. I've only got one small problem here. Oh. oh When's the last time you saw any dudes here in the library? It's funny that you say that. Oh. It has been. It has been a while. Yes. Um, Something but- like sixty-four weeks, I would reckon. No, no, no. Uh, allow me to remind you oh. of our last open day. Oh, right. Yes, that's true. That was in the summer yes, last year. I remember as well when a lot of people showed up, some of them dudes, uh, some of them speaking Czech and yes. other various uh, mm-hmm. foreign languages at the, at, the, at the time. But I do remember their company. Slipped my mind. I don't know. How, I could have forgotten. I haven't seen that many people in the library in ages. But yeah. So I think maybe, maybe we ought to plan for another open day. That sounds like a good plan. And then this time... Maybe make a little money off of them. As in by charging a fee for riding hebdomadaries, milk? Do they give milk? Have you tried milking them? I'm not going near the underside. I mean, I honestly don't know what the underside is. It's just... Yeah, it's kind of like maybe like with starfish. Probably you don't want to know. (laughs) Yes, yes, Yes. exactly. So I think that this can be like one of the attractions that uh, if we do host another open day, say in a few weeks... Just, just wonder how that came up. We but, should, yeah. we should just give ourselves some time to, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, spontaneous. Let's, let's do that. Yeah. We should just give ourselves some time to prepare, uh, and then, and then maybe see if there's some some fun activities right. for the people who show maybe up. Maybe we can have hebdomadary races, and then like, yeah, well, you know, what, what like, would that look like? Well, you, you, how would you? Well, we which, set, which side is front? Doesn't really matter. We set okay. up. We set up a few. Uh, it's, it's like in one of those ferret racing tracks. Now you set up like a uh, set up like an obstacle course <laughs> oh, that's so for uh, for the abdominals between the bookshelves, and then you like yes. race them through, and then people can bet on which one is going to ooze its way Figure over out. to the yeah. other side first. No? <laughs> yes. For the readers at home, we have had the extraordinary privilege of uh, witnessing ferret racing. It was it was organised by a, a ferret, and I think in general, Muslid, uh, a rescue charity yes. in the vicinity of Birmingham in Britain. Uh, and it was it was just fantastic. Twice, actually. And it also involved ferret roulette, which was kind of funny. It was like basically a big box with eight spokes coming out of it, and the ferret gets dropped in the middle, and whichever spoke it comes out of is the winner. Oh, yes, yes, it's just the, the, the random pipe, and you, yes. you bet on the pipes, and all of it went to charity. It was it was tremendous fun. The uh, the ferrets were having a great time. Oh, yeah, they loved it. When they were, not, yeah, when they were, like, playing around and not sleeping, which they still do a lot. Uh, you know, ferrets, like, 20 hours a day or something. Really? Yeah, they sleep, like, forever. Yeah. They do this dead sleep thing, too, where they are literally completely limp, barely breathing. Oh, wow. And you can just, like, poke them and pick them up, and they'll be just like, Ugh. Okay, so they, they live very different lives from from us, where we have like 
languidity and wakefulness, but mm. they have just fucking hyper and gone. That's exactly what they are. It's like when they sleep deep, you can pick them up and they'll just keep sleeping. They'll yeah. just be completely out of the world. I wonder if I've held one. No, I have, but yeah, somewhere between. They're, they're basically and, like a slinky well, in a sock. Yeah. I suppose that's the way yeah. they do stretch, and they like, sometimes they a go, nylon sock. Then a stocking, a slinky, and a stocking. Can, that's a ferret right there. Yes. But so, what do we have in store for our readers this week? This week's book is by Lois McMaster Bujol. Bujol. Yes. Let's go. With I that. think so. Yeah. The Vore Game, and it is a Hugo Award winner. Yes, but apparently not for this book again. Oh, I don't know. Oh, really? Oh. Do you think this book won the Hugo Award? Yeah, I think so, because otherwise it is usually by Hugo oh Award-winning right. author. And then the oh. title, but now it actually says so below the title, and it kind of has the same that golden seems, background. So yes, and it's got like a little star. Yeah. I don't think we've done this before. An actual Hugo. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling incredibly I, trepidatious oh, oh. now. Well, we've already read it. We know, we know how it ends. So, mm-hmm. so yes, the war game, V O R. Yes, that's the, the the video game obfuscating reality because uh, because. <clears throat> a casual comment from the comfortably abducted daytime TV star Romula de Deridex gets her alien host delving into the netherworld of Twitch streaming. They soon mistake a notorious video game cheater for a brilliant military strategist and kidnap them to lead their intergalactic skirmish under the passive-aggressive guidance of his sleazy, talented agent-slash-uncle. There's a lot there, and certainly in the, in, the, in the cover as well, my eye was immediately drawn to the untrustworthy, winking, balding face... At the bottom right, yes. At the bottom right, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, of the skeezy uncle slash yes. uh, talent agent. Uncle Columbo. Uncle Columbo, yeah. He was... <laughs> I did not like him at all. No, he was a bit of a weird man. Especially, like, you know, inappropriate comments. Not yeah. just towards uh, Deirdre, but also towards... Uh, De- Deirdre? You mean Deirdre. Romula? Deirdre. Romula, did I say... Oh, the Deirdre. Yeah, yeah. De- 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 Romula the Deirdrex. It's a perfectly yes. normal name. R- yes, That some... Star Trek The Next Generation nerds are really going to appreciate. <laughs> uh, because, I mean, you know, you can, one can say that Lois McMaster Bujold, like, caters or uh, panders to a certain audience of, of nerds. But, you know, I, mm-hmm. I've never made that uh, I mean, accusation. I'm not sure if he reminds me more of the Emperor or of Doc... Oh. Uh, what's his face from uh, Back to the Future? Doc, em- Doc Emmett. Doc Emmett. Doc Emmett, Emmett and, Brown. Uh, yes, Emmett yeah. Brown and uh, the Emperor. And, and Emperor Palpatine before yes. his disfigurement. He right. reminded me of the Sicilian from The Princess Bride. Yes, there was a little bit of that as well, yeah. And hovering uh, above him in the composition, but apparently not looking at him, is, is Romula. Romula. Yes, yeah. clearly. Oh, off to the bottom left. Who is that? I which, think that's... Which of the interesting characters do you think that was? I think that is our uh, video game cheater, the, well, the, the hero of the book. I think that's Savage Fred. <laughs> yes! I see the resemblance. <laughs> ah, it's such a cool name. It's obviously his gamer handle. Gamer handles are, are, are such a wonderful art form where they can be, on the one hand, incredibly obtuse and cool and, and, and self-referential. And on the other hand, they can just be kind of whimsical and playful. Like our, our favorite gamer, Sonic Fox. Yes. Like... What kind of a name is that? That's just like the video game that he was into and the animal that he thinks is cool or thinks yep. was coolest. He probably came up with that name when he was like eight. And yeah, that or was twelve or enough. something along those lines. I think Elite Speak is on its retour, isn't it? I think it goes through sort of cycles of Elite Speak where, where you replace letters with numbers yes. and uh, I sort of equate it to oh, do you know Verlan in French? No. Okay, so in the uh, uh, in the in the L'envers arrondissement of Paris, it's sort of like Cockney rhyming slang, oh, okay. but it's uh, syllable swapping. Oh, okay. So kind of like spoonerisms. 
Uh, yes, yes. But instead of being accidental, like they're very, very deliberate. So yeah. it's from L'Envers, so it's called Verlan. Uh, uh, yes. And instead of a, a table, a table, one would say bleta, right? And okay, instead of yeah. a, a woman, femme, it would be meuf. So it would be more like pig, uh, no, with, uh, uh, oh, pig, uh, Latin. pig Latin. Yes, yes. It's, yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. much that. Uh, yeah. So Ixnay that was, was the language. Eh? <laughs> language lay. <laughs> so that was popular for a little for a, for a while in French, and I learned it from my from my cousins out in Paris. Mm. And then you know, as 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 those fads go, it, it faded. But then it came back, and it and it sort of recycled on itself, where uh, old Verlan words were re-Verlanized, and they were swapped again. Oh, so, to make uh, them even more obtuse. Uh, yes. Oh wow! Yes. So, okay, so uh, Arabe for for I think any like Middle Eastern and, and North African descended person in, yeah. in France, Arabe uh, was first Bra and then Reba. Oh wow! That gets, makes it even like. And now it's Beurre. Oh. Because it swapped, it swapped back again. Again, oh yeah. Yes. Now it's butter. So if someone calls you butter, they think you're uh, uh, yeah, of African descent. At least. <laughs> uh, so I wonder if that happened with Leetspeak, where where Leetspeak words got retranslated back through Leetspeak and are now absolutely incomprehensible. <gasps> Maybe that's where some of the cheat codes come from. Well, retroactively, well, there's one that starts with six oh three, and that was one of the the, the early really? uh, that came up in the yeah. It came, do you know how there was the appendices that basically read like uh, a Wikipedia? Co- article called uh, Cheating in Video Games. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah. It's like, I don't always read I was, I thought it was so cheeky by, yeah. by Lois McMaster Bujol to just print Conclude out... Uh, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, it helps... Um I mean, it helps for the people, for the readers who are not uh, familiar with that kind of thing. <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. Uh, I mean, it's like it, it happens in books. It's like, uh, to a certain degree, I guess you can expect your audience to uh, know a little bit background in in, in these matters. And sometimes that fails miserably. Yeah. Like when I got got my father a copy of um, uh, Halting State to read. Oh, by, by Neil Stevenson. No, by Charles Stross. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, by Charles Stross. Yes. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's full of internet references, which if like if you've been on the ah. internet since since like the nineties, yeah. you get them all. My dad had no idea. He's like, I don't have no idea what this book's about. It's like I, I don't get half of it. And he's, like, he's the one who still makes the sign of the cross when your mum walks by playing Scrabble on an iPad, right? Oh, sign of the cross? Well, what? <laughs> he, does, he does some kind of warding signal against this technology. No, 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 no. He's no? Not, no, no, oh, no. Okay. I mean, I, uh, it, I had to drag him kicking and squirting. Well, he had, um, when he retired, he, they gave him his old computer from work, which was an old Pentium something. I don't know. No, I don't know what it oh, was. Well, it was it's still pretty. Uh, yeah, uh, back in color screen and VGA and all that. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did have that, but it was just like, and like after a few years, that started failing, and I would like that. I'm getting you a Mac. And uh, mm. and like no, I don't want that. And blah, and I've got another one just like this because they gave me a spare. And like I just <laughs> just transferred and go like no, not gonna happen. I'm just getting you a new one. Yes. And yeah, no, he's, he's, he's you been, are a good son. He's been happy. Uh, he's been very happy with it after. My mother was actually the technophobe who was completely oh. completely unable. She would not engage with the computer. He, my dad tried several times, and I just gave her my old iPad, and that worked mm. because yeah, word feud, and uh, like it allows her to play with her sister, and like she. Has her email in an accessible format. Yes. And yeah, that, yes. It works fine. She like she can. I can now email her and like couldn't get her behind the computer with a stick. But yeah, <laughs> iPad works just fine. I got them actually a uh, one of those uh, uh, books called uh, iPads for Seniors. Oh <laughs> yes, it's, one it's of those wonderful it's not, for, scams. it's not for dummies, but it's for seniors. No, <laughs> I, I saw one recently. It was 
AirPods for seniors. AirPods, the wow. wireless <laughs> okay. earbuds. Yeah, like that has to be a sca- It's It's got to be you just open the box and you put them in your ear and yeah. you tap them. And, how does that even work? Yeah. No, I mean, for, for how could there be? But how could there be more information in there than there is on the box of the AirPods? No, exactly. No, for AirPods, I can like see that like, it would be totally nonsense. But yeah, for, for an iPad, I mean, it gives you people. Oh, totally. Yeah, it gives them and, like, like good apps to download. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like, it, it gives them, I, mean, I think there's like, I mean, you can find all that stuff online as well, but it gives them in an, in an for them, accessible format, a book. Yes. So yes. that they can actually sit there and look at it. And, uh, yeah. and the confidence that the material they're in is, is comprehensive so they can get yeah. around to uh, playing, I don't know, like, what's a casual game these days? Yeah. Farmville was, was it for a while. I don't know what it was like. We are so out of touch. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, we are the ones who are now reviewing this, uh, this, this rather advanced book. I've got to say, like some of the references were like way beyond. The War Game, yes. The War Game, yeah. So, starting out with our, uh, I was going to say titular character, but it's not our titular character. And why will this... You always thing... want to say titular character. I know, Is I it know. just because she's got boobies? Well, I guess, like, she... she, she oh, Does suppose... that make her the most titular character on the cover? Yes, well, she boobily titted down the cover or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, it's not, no, it's not by... Uh, oh, shit, what's the name again? Um, uh, hang on. Paul uh, Anderson. No. Was it? No, shit. Uh, no, no. Um, uh, I, I had it. Lisanne Norman. No, that's not what I was thinking of either. That was the the, the, the book. That oh, yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Okay. Uh, but, um, uh, book, what's his No, Sorry, I need to find the... Uh... Hang on, sorry. I just mm-hmm. need, to, I need to get this right. Uh, yeah. Um, Take it from the top. Yep, um... I mean, uh, uh, I can't remember what the top was, but um, yes, um, I mean, she like she 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 didn't boobly tit down the sta- tit her way down the stairs like it was a book by uh, Jim Book- Butcher. Like oh, it was a bo- yeah. <laughs> she did not boobly tit her way down the stairs like it was a book by Jim Butcher. But oh my goodness, uh, author of the Dresden Files. That's the one. Is yes, that right? yes, yes. Apparently, he the... is like very much describing females and their. You know, Breasts. Oh really? I never noticed it. I must have just gl- glossed over it. But well, like recently, as gay gentlemen, we have certain blind ex- spots. Exactly. Recently, a friend of ours has been like commenting on this when he was like, <laughs> I think he had his husband read them to him or something while he was doing other things, and then he could, could not uh, with oh, the way around. And, yeah, there was really awkward scenes in where he's like describing the bust of one of the female uh, characters in the books oh, once in a while. I I saw. Um, I think it was in McSweeney's. There was a there was a piece, and that was a sort of a counterexample of you know a, a male writers. Writing, oh, yeah. writing female characters and how they they they, they bustily boobly titter down the yeah, <laughs> and it was and it was female writers writing about about male things and uh. so it was like loading extra carburetors into a hunting rifle. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a very good one. And then, and then she and then she cranked her abs into the. It, oh, it was so it was so good. Cranked her abs into the tight uh, uh, t- uh, she, uh, sleeveless yeah. top. That's <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, yeah. those are I mean those are beautiful examples of of people in inventing stories about subjects that they've that they've never really encountered but so w- we are now covering this story by uh, Lois McMaster Bujold about the seedy underbelly of Twitch streaming and, right. and uh, game cheating we start off with Romula de Deridex, the mm-hmm. daytime TV star who previously appeared in episode 57 I want to say that, oh, that, that tone of voice you rescues me be slightly older than that I think and but no it, it is episode 57, 57. Lisa Norman's no. uh, uh, Between Darkness and Right oh. uh, episode through the ear of a cover artist, where she was abducted by the uh, Kakarakek and the, and the Kekarakek, the dogs and cats, aliens, because her famous disinterest was 
misinterpreted as genius uh, detachment. And so she was kidnapped in order to mediate their conflict. Now, unfortunately, a new conflict has arisen requiring her assistance. She's like making her way back to Earth from the Keck, uh, as I believe they call themselves now, Empire. Yes, now that they've unified, they've put aside their pronunciation differences and they just call themselves the Keck. Yes, making her way uh, back to Earth from the Keck Empire, they come across the Highland Star League. Ah, yes. The Highland Star League. Uh, uh, I I love how this universe of Lois McMaster Bujold was, was, was populated with, with a huge variety of interesting species. And I was very keen to learn more about the Highland Star League. Um, yes. as, as I'm sure our readers are too. So let's tell them about the Highland Star League and what they're like. Great. Yes. That okay. Sounds like a really good idea. Um, I, thought, I thought you read all about it. I thought you I were did. the one I who... Did. I did. <laughs> um, well, clearly they're humanoids, as we can see in the, uh, uh, yes. on the cover of That's the... Right. Uh, a book. They're, they, they have a tendency to uh, show their back of their heads to other uh, people. They're politely turned away from the viewers. Or, in fact, are they? Because I remember that it was vividly described in the book how they have two backs of the heads on either side of their, well, their that, heads. They've got kind of like, in the middle. That kind of solves the problem, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I thought that was very clever by Lois and Master I'm not Joel. quite sure where their mouths are at that point, but, you know, it's not... I guess it's sort of like with starfish and, and hebdromedaries, best not to wonder. Ah, uh, yes. You do not want to see those, those results on Google Image Search. <laughs> the Highlands Star League are longtime allies of the Keck, and it's unsurprising then that they give a fair warning, like, you better watch out because our, our region of space is uh, hotly contested. We are, after all, experiencing a bit of a conflict with Neo Agrabah. Mm. Now, this is a, a civilization that we know from episode 35? Yes, it sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's right. Wow. Yeah. Way to go, that tone of voice. Yeah. Uh, uh, Paul Anderson's book, which features Disney's Jasmine and Raja from uh, Aladdin. Oh right, yes. Uh, being, oh, wow, it being... was thirty-five. I'm amazed oh, at how, you, how do you do? How do you do that? Oh uh, yes. And one day I will I will lose this streak and then down will <laughs> will I tumble from my pedestal. Yes, but in the, the game, meantime, the Game of Empire was the next title. Uh, that's of the, the one. Book, by, yes. by Paul Anderson, where she and Raja, her, her trusty tiger, found themselves in Neo Agrabah, a, a, a planet that was once ruled by brutally oppressive people who had enslaved a race of. Uh, anthropoid cat people yeah. who fought their way to freedom, but apparently, like finding their way to freedom was was not quite enough for them. So their their leaders, whom we might remember as as Kamagar and Viagra, yeah. have in their efforts to like erect an empire of their own and yeah, get rid of the human overlords, have interpreted the Highland Star League as the descendants of their hated. And they're vaguely humanoid, at least from, when viewed from behind, which is. Yeah, they're always, they're always viewed from behind, even if you're standing right in front of them. I mean, I guess uh, not the, if you're standing... The, the, famous, the famous expression, behind the highland. Oh. I, do, do you not know that expression? No, I don't it, know. It's sort of that you, that, you, that you don't quite know whether you're, you're sneaking oh. up on them from behind or whether you're still well, facing them. Well, you're like re- you're just, you re- never know where you're standing with them. You never know when you're behind the highland. Yeah, exactly. And so the, the Highland Star League are unprepared for this. So they uh, uh, they ask for the borrow of Romulo the Deridex. Because they hope they can, like, sort it out and get yes, into the... Yes, if you were uh, able to solve this 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 problem between the Kekarakek and the Kekarakek... Man- you should be able to mar- uh, marinate, uh, mediate. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and she goes, like, she says her famous catchphrase... Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> and she's she's loaned out to the, the Highland Starly, but immediately uh, uh, she's, like, she sort of expects, like... Uh, okay, so I'm going to I'm going to face an, an, another like famous uh, television princess, Jasmine. Like I can handle that. I can I can communicate to her on our level. But she is instead faced by another 
character that we know from from Neo Agrabah, the Gene E AI, I, yes. the son of a bitch, artificial intelligence who has uh, has taken the position of like a vizier. Ah, uh, yes, he's like uh, advising. advising. Yeah, he's more like a puppeteer, and he's well, just the worst. Know, he's, he's unscrupulous, whispering little seeds of doubt into their minds, and like making them view making whatever. Think the, that his terrible policies are their idea. Yes, and like uh, viewing whatever the opposing side does in the worst possible light. Yeah, sort of like an underminer, yeah. sort of like a like a, a, a vicarious parent manipulating their Ooh, well, their child. Yeah. Like, there is a huge difference between like a, a, a stern and disciplined upbringing in order to uh, encourage high accomplishment, yeah. as is common in some cultures, and just being a dickhead who wants to like r- resolve their own failures. Right. Through well, it's more a bit. In, I think it's more insidious manipulation trying yeah. to get the uh, kill all humans kind of uh, yeah. thing. And that's something that I think Romula very quickly identifies. I think it's to her great credit that she recognizes... Oh, yeah, she figures it out right away. She's I'm like, not going up yeah, against this Jean is, Yeah, this e. is not happening. There's going to be a fight. I'm out. You need you need yeah. something else. Whatever. And- not my problem. I'm going to, like, in an uncharacteristic bout of helpfulness... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she says, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I'm out of here. And she goes, like... And actually, take, like, yeah. take me home and I'll help you find the right guy. Yeah. The Highlands are more than happy to help her out, put her on a ship, send her back to Earth. And, and like, she basically plugs them into the system. And it's like, she goes, like, we need a master strategist. Yes. And I know just where to find this. And how brilliant is that of her, that, that, that she immediately then reaches for Twitch? She figures that's exactly what we're going to do. Uh, I sort of liked how, how in the book, Lois McMaster Bujol sort of presented Twitch like essentially Moss Eisley in, uh, in, in Star Wars, yes. like a treacherous hive of scum and villainy. Fairly good description. I mean, a lot of stuff goes on there, on there which is wholesome. Yes, and a, and a lot of people do love it. And there's a lot of just... Didn't they have a uh, Bob Ross marathon there at one point? Oh, is that where it... Oh, that's so I'm good. I'm sure that's where it happened, yes. What a wonderful thing it must be to, to just watch Bob Ross do his thing Paint, with other yes, buds on and the then, like, everybody was just, like, commenting on it, and only for he was, like, slapped it, like, <laughs> beat the devil out of it. And yeah. <laughs> you know, he's really popular in Iran. I guess he would be, yes. Well, he never like, paints he, anything haram. He never no, paints any living figures. Yeah, he only paints la- landscapes. And, and he like, praises God all the time. Like, does, it's great. Yes. I guess that subtitles very easily to... Uh, Oh, I, I, don't no. even, I don't even know about that. I, wonder I mean, I assume they subtitle it. Or well, maybe he's dubbed. dubbed it. Is it subs versus oh, dubs? I, 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 I want to see this now. I like want to see an Iranian it, dubbed Bob Ross. <laughs> I, I really enjoy like Bob Ross's programs and like and just watching them. And I would love it if that was like the the, the bridge to someone from a different country. Yeah. I don't speak Farsi. I don't no. speak the, the other he, languages I mean, he, spoken in Iran. He's got Iran. such a lovely, calm voice. Always. Do you know, he used to be a drill sergeant. Yes, I heard about that. And he was like, he stopped and he, he didn't never wanted to shout at anybody That's again. Right. And so he just like so. I'm just going to be painting. Yeah. Uh, so people ask like, can you buy a Bob Ross painting? And like, oh. it's almost impossible to get your hands on one because they're all in the hands of the Bob Ross Foundation type oh, thing, wow. which makes their money out of selling paint and supply. And almost all of the paintings that he painted on show are in their possession. Sort of like the John Romero Memorial Starcraft Starcraft Fund. I yeah. keep saying Starcraft. Starcraft, like it's, like it's yeah. Lara Starcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're mixing your video games here. I am a bit. Which is funding a, a video 
video game contest uh, uh, that is that is that is being hotly contested, Savage Fred is in the lead inexplicably, yeah. uh, considering that his skills are not widely renowned. No, he's clearly using wall hacks, which is quite an achievement when you're playing StarCraft. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's amazing that he's doing these wall hacks. <laughs> I'm not sure how you do that. Like, I guess you'd like walk through your enemy's walls and stuff, like rather than having to work around them. Like, so when the Highland Star League observed this immediately, like they they just straight up. What is it? They straight up last starfighter. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yes, and 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 kidnap him. They, and they, they, they last starfished him. Last <laughs> starfished him. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, it was kind of it was kind of gross. So it's sort of what I in my night terrors when I imagine what the underside of a hebdomadary looks like. Like yeah. that's what Lois McMaster Bujol describes as a a, a, a spectral undulating uh, uh, orifice sort of UFO hovering with this beam of light coming out which gracefully reaches up nothing like that no not in the east more like a wet starfish dropping from the ceiling and engulfing him if you've seen Galaxy Quest you've got the little the gel thing that surrounds him that is clean and (laughs) immaculate and hygienic compared to the scene that was described here and clearly a lot of fun uh, according to Engineer Chen I think he was just like Super high, super high, but that's not the case for Uncle Columbo, who's sitting off to the side. No, he notices this, like he's my golden goose. Yes, I can't like let him go. He like dives after him, grabs him by the leg, and gets sucked up into the starfish as well. (laughs) Not making that into the title of this episode. Sucked into the the starfish is not going to be the title of this episode. (laughs) We're going to have to come up with something better to avoid that. (laughs) So the situation is quickly explained to him, like been last starfished. You've been chosen by the Highland Star League to be the last starfish. Uh, the, the story splits into, into two parallel streams, where on the one hand, we have Savage Fred facing off against his, his now nemesis, the Gene AI of, the, of, of, of Neo Agrabah, yes. who is their strategist. Like, he starts off with, with suggesting wall hacks, mm. uh, which allow Highlands to penetrate the, the Agrabahs. But wall hacks don't work in real life. Well, much like Galaxy Quest, uh-huh. the Highland Star League's problem is not technological superiority, it's imagination. Ah, uh, yes. They have the ability to realize all these things. So after he suggests this wall hack penetrating their deepest defenses, he then also suggests a memory editor yeah. literally altering the memories of, uh, the, the of, of Kamagar yeah. and, and Viagra and erasing Gene E from their, from their esteem. Yeah, so they have no idea who he is. Who's this guy who's trying to tell us what to do and how to act? And Yes. It's a bold plot and it works out very well for them. Now, uh, unfortunately, Gene E, the, the asshole AI, is not so easily knocked out. Like, mm-hmm. he has come up with the idea of stream sniping, uh, whereby observing the live stream that, yes, that Uncle Columbo has insisted on broadcasting. For some reason, he's managed to get his iPhone to work. I think he's nicked some technology from the Star League. And yeah. He's, like, broadcasting uh, Savage Fred's exploits back home to keep the Twitch accounts going up. He's, like, he's monetized the account, and it's, like, yeah. pouring in, like, donations, and, like, oh, this is so cool and what is it like this is a new game and like who, who let you in onto the beta and why haven't we heard about this and like the Twitch so stream cool. is exploding with yes. excitement about this how much is Fred do you think he's like does he know that he's playing a game it's not like Ender's Game where it's actively hidden and concealed from him I think he's just too clueless to realise I mean it's certainly Uncle Columbo who is monetizing and profiting substantially from his, his yeah. Twitch stream is not inclined to distract his his beloved nephew uh, no. with, with these little details like constantly just, just waving it off don't worry about it don't worry about it I mean like it. he's kind of low level harassing Romula all the time you know with like yeah. sleazy comments and like you know pats on the butt and uh, like, and uh, she's like whatever 
Like she yeah, can, she's... she can deal with this. It's unfortunate that she has to, of course. I mean, she, for, I, don't, I don't understand. Like, why did she come back with them to the to the uh, to the Highland Starling? I mean, she wanted to go home, and then like that's, somehow she ended right. she ended back up where it was. Huh. It's like... Hey, Lois McMaster Bujold, you left a huge plot hole in, yeah. your, in your in your book, The Vore Game. I think there's a fourth wall break in there, something where, where she's actually. A fourth wall hack? Good. Well, yeah. Oh, a fourth wall hack in there at some point. Oh, she... we found a title for this episode. Oh, thank God. It doesn't have to be the fucking starfish thing. <laughs> Sucked up into a starfish. <laughs> no. no, don't say it again. Oh, no. The fourth, fourth wall hack. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where she's like, why are you here? Why are you not back on Earth? And it's like, why are you here? And it's like, oh, I was in the comic. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, returned somehow. Actually, I have to admit, like stealing that joke from Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, uh, sorry, very yeah. good. No, very good. It's very like, good. Like, it's, put it's, credit it's, where credit's due. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Steal from the steal from the best. As does Savage Fred when Gene E has as clawed his way back from the memory editing and and found a way around the wall hack and he unleashes that ultimate power move, the Konami code. Oh, which do you know the the Konami code oh. off your off the top no, of your head? No, I don't. It's up up. Down, down, left, left, right, right, A, B... A, that's A-B-E? right. That's that's Something right. Like no, that's, that's, that's almost close, it. Up, yeah. up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B. And that's I know that yeah. because this is very narrow casting. Yeah. I learned that as a dance. Oh. I photographed a wedding with, with two wonderful people in the games industry. And they had met through the games industry. Ah. And, and they were a fantastic couple. And I'm really looking forward to hopefully meeting them again at some point in the future when I escape slash am released slash yeah. leave the, the, the library. Uh, who knows when that might happen? Mm, yeah, I know how that goes. And so as part of their wedding dance, uh, they choreographed a line dance that symbolizes oh, the Konami code. code. And so I, I remember the steps and there's like a forward, forward and back, back and then left, left, left and twirl, twirl and back, twirl, twirl back and then the select and start again and then you ah. make like a little a little shimmy and oh that's adorable and we did that with the whole family it was oh. so great so he does this in front of or behind of the Highland Star League you're never yeah, quite sure when it, with, a, with, a, with a Highland uh, and that's supposed to be like the, 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 the final move but he had not counted on the G&E taking that, that, that final power move of any multiplayer gamer and just yelling lag pulling the cable and uh... now this of course results in enormous destruction on, on all sides it's a, a, a massive Oh, yeah, out, of, like out of pure spite. Planets, fleets, ships, everything gets destroyed. Out of, like out of existence. existence. Yeah, it's like the original. Well, it's like I think it was in uh, one of the original Unreal tournaments, I think, where oh. uh, there, there was a bit of a lag hack. Basically, the trick was that like, to compensate for uh, laggy connections, yeah. certain weapons started doing more area damage if you had a lower ping. Oh, that's so, elegant. Yeah, so the trick yeah. was to so fire the gun, pull your network cable, oh. uh, wait for the lag to build up for a second, <laughs> or to then plug it back in, and you basically wiped out the entire map with a massive blast. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, okay, now I understand. I so, see, that I wasn't that's, clear that's, in the, in that, the book that to me. That must be the reference. That like must be what he, boosting, what he did. Boosting a weapon by doing a lag hack on it. Obliterating like Neo Agraba yeah. and the Highland Star League and leaving a stunned Savage Fred just sitting, sitting on his space station watching the game, like game over basically where even Romula and her utter indifference to everything she is stunned by what's just happened yeah. and her and her whatever turns into an oh my god yes that was like scary almost to read that coming out of her mouth uh, yeah other than the people on Twitch there was no one here to observe it like the, yeah. the Highland Star League and the Neo Ackermans were wiped out until Savage Fred and I thought that it was fantastic yeah. that he this cheater yeah. is the one who, who who manages to save the day with that ultimate cheat code IDKFA if you remember that, which stands for a magic spell. Do you uh, remember which one? 
Uh, I didn't kill fucking anybody. Thus, undoing every lethal effect of of this entire war, restoring everyone to life with their full memory, thanks to the undoing of the the memory editor. You know, that's kind of like reverting to a previous save game. Yes. Essentially what he did. And so, uh, thanks to this, Jasmine and Raja and Kamagara and Viagra realized that they were led astray by the the genie By the evil genie, yes. And banish him through a wall hack and and, and edit his memory and reach a hand of friendship out of the Highland Star League. Mm, who are, uh, yeah, more than happy to accept peace. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yes, Romula manages to, like, you know, pull it off again. Like, she uh, she engineered it. It's another one to her credit. Yeah. Somehow she gets credit with the brilliance of bringing on Savage Fred and his skeezy uncle. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Columbo, who, you know, he has kept the uh, the, the old family business going. Well, I thought it was I thought it was quite cool that these neo-agribans realized that you can truly trust the Highland Starly because with with two backs of the heads, they are the opposite of two-faced. Exactly. There's, like, they, they're you know just, exactly. They're, they, they don't have yeah behind them <laughs> <laughs> yes and you can't you can say like get behind me the devil or whatever is the Vatretro, satanas. that's yeah. the one yes which seems like a dangerous proposition considering the devil's proclivities but you know yeah it's always i wouldn't i wouldn't no, trust that like, and so I was, I was really glad that it ended on such a, uh, on such a conciliatory note, just yeah. as the, as the previous book in this series. Uh, 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 yes, I had it a moment between ago. Between the no. darkness and the light. Yes. Thought you talked the Game of Empire. And Game of Empire. Empire yeah, yeah, sorry. So, um, yeah, so yeah. Uh, uh, yes, it's like we're, we're doing an awful lot of sequels recently, aren't we? That's a habit we should either break or lean into at some oh. point. Maybe something to think about. <laughs> but in the meantime, what did we? How do we like this? We how do we? How, Ooh, how are we going to rate oh, this week's oh, book? This is going to be a good one. I'm going to. Oh, um, let's so what say, do we have? We have well, backs to the head. We have we, we have cheating. Oh, I was going to say we're going to have to metacritic it. <gasps> that's right. So metacritic goes out of a hundred. I mean, that's one's relatively easy. Yeah, so, but they they also have like a, a pithy one line summary that they've condensed out of all the all the various reviews. So. Oh. Yeah, I'll give it an eighty-eight out of a hundred. Eighty-eight, I uh, like that. And 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 so, what's the what's the pithy sort of sentence? Oh, um, with which we're going to. Um, and I swear to God, if there's anything about a starfish, I'll steer away from the starfish. Thank you. Um, so let's see. Do um, steering away from the starfish is also a bad episode title. <laughs> Let's see. Um, starfish. No, no starfish. Now you put my mind on the wrong track. I did. Like, <laughs> I did. I'm so sorry. Um, oh, we started off with the John Romero Starcraft fund. And yeah. as we remember, uh, uh, John Romero, um, during the promotion of his ill-fated slash bad game Daikatana, yeah. he took out a full-page ad to promote it in some game uh, magazine, mm-hmm. um, which said in, in bright, bold uh, uh, red, John Romero is going to make you his bitch. Oh. Daikatana. Wow. Yeah, that did not go over well. No. That was, like, bigger than Jesus. Well, I can make Savage Fred is going to make you his bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. And you know what? I can I can deal with that. Like Savage Fred, way to go! And hopefully, if you ever face Sonic Fox, you won't rely on any of these cheats, and you'll just oh, play no. play fucking video games like you're supposed to. Play it straight. Um, play it hard. Win real. Win win real. Okay, that's a good one. That's a, that's a, that, that would have also been a nice Metacritic review. And speaking of reviews, if you look down at your podcasting device, you should should be seeing some kind of option to leave a, a rating or a review for our podcast. Please, like, leave us a couple of stars. Let us know what you thought at covermyasscast at gmail.com or on Twitter at covermyasscast. Uh, and we'd just love to hear what you think. And if you have any ideas for future books that we'd like us to review but not read, please send those on to us as well. Now, what do we have in store for our readers next week? Next week's book is by Jenny Mullen. Live fast, die hot. 
<laughs> oh, good advice. And that about covers it. Thank you for joining us at Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we, we only, only judge, judge a book by its cover. cover. Oh. Is that sort of a metaphor for like being plunged into a decaying orbit around the sun? Yeah, space isn't up, space is fast. Oh, yeah, I get that. I, I really yeah, get that. That's, like, that's a good one. It's like, oh, yeah. That's a cool way to end the podcast. Well, as long as it's not about getting sucked into starfish.